Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight, we will be reviewing the epic adventure fantasy called The Clash of the Titans. Not the 2010 one. This one is done in 1981. 81. Yes, exactly right. The orig- Well, not the original. There's well, it might have been similar movies, yeah, but yeah, this okay. is the first... Well, there's a lot of movies based on Greek mythology and stuff, but this mm. was, I think, the first of the movies called Clash of the Titans. How's that? Mm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you had things like uh, the Sinbad movies and all the other good groovy things, not quite the same. Mm. True, true, true. Okay, here we go. Produced by Ray Harryhausen. Harryhausen, I think, I think is the right pronunciation, I think. Uh, and Charles Sheena. Yeah, Shania, yeah, Yeah, whatever. It's not a mouthful. Well, I don't know how to pronounce the names. Uh, Directed by Desmond Davis, that's an easy one. Written by Beverly Cross. Uh, Beverly's a male, actually. And he's married to um, to Maggie Maggie Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's passed away a couple of years ago, but yeah, they they had a few years married. Um, Now, this is loosely based on the Greek myth of Perseus. Yeah. Yeah. How many of you guys know the ne- the story or the myth of Perseus? Well, you're still going to find out about it. Don't tell them now, okay? Um, show of hands if you you know it. That's in my hand. Anyone? Up. Okay. Anyone? Anyone? See, oh, not that, that many. The huh? one over the corner over there. I see me. Right. Yeah, so, no. anyway, I'll explain a little later. bit of, later I'm doing what it's my about. Bit. Go on. Okay. Now, this feature f- film uh, uh, has the final the last work of the stop-motion visual effects artist Ray Harryhausen. Um, I think really why, I don't know if he's getting too old or he retired or whatever, but we're getting computer-generated things going through Mm. and there's not not much room for stop-motion anymore. I I miss the stop-motion a little bit. It was the old King Kong movie had stop-motion in it and stuff and other other movies... uh, Oh, all, all the old dinosaur movies have yeah. stop motion in them. Yeah, um, I yeah, think my Josh, yeah. Joshua Kennedy, uh, I know a mm. friend who's doing stop motion graphics, and I do still think it's an awesome. Uh, I like it that he's doing this sort of yeah. the old fashioned the way prob- of filmmaking. But, yeah, the problem is there's no market. Nobody wants to see it anymore. Mm. That's the problem. So, since computer generated stuff came in mm. and better animatronics and stuff, these ones just lost. Um, Favour with the paying audience. I, um, well, there, I may agree with you there on that score, yeah, Mike. Reason for a change. But I think there are a few of us out there who are yeah, still fans I of the like genre, the old stuff as who well. prefer the old. I'm talking about the ordinary paying public because who spends a hard-earned money going to the theatre to watch a movie. I know. I'm just referring to the fact that a lot of fans probably miss this tor- sort of old-fashioned special oh, yeah, oh, effects. I think it's fun, and it's a lot more yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's, it's fun, yeah. And while some people out there disagree with me on that score, may, but... Well, some of the reviewers actually focus on the fact that they're using stale, old-school filming techniques, stop-motion, instead of using you know, more up-to-date. And that's but probably, uh, even though it was a success at the box office, mm. it probably would have made more if it was done 10 years earlier when computer-generated stuff wasn't mm. uh, so much in everyone's face, has it? Yeah, so mm. let's move on mm. from that. Okay, right. Now, i uh, talking about budget and everything else. Not quite sure how much it costs to make. Uh-oh. Because, no, it says budget. $9 million or $15 million. 
Nine million. No, or 15, 15 million. million. So no one really knows how much it costs to make. However, mm. it box office at 70 million. So they, irrespective, they made a profit. Hooray. Um, now, the thing is, uh, it was released in um, uh, June 981, and it did pretty good. It came in second behind Raiders of the Lost Ark. Whoa. Which released on the same date. Mm. So it was up there as a good adventure movie, even though probably Raiders had yeah. a bit of mm. uh, a better special yeah. effects. Not knocking yeah. Raiders of Lost Ark. I'm like a big Raiders. fan of that. And I understand what the re- where the reviews are coming, the critiques would, so would think. Not a or not the that, critique. That's dollars and cents. Yeah. The, um, that's the box office. Yeah. Reviews. I could see why that one would have gotten a lot more yeah, people went interest. To see both, no, but they went to see both movies. Mm-hmm. He just came in second after it didn't say dismally second or 10th place or 100th place just second which means it went pretty good mm. okay. um, so yeah they did it was uh, one of 1981's biggest hits yes so That's who's what I was trying to say so who stars <laughs> and does whatever uh, in the uh, here we go there might be a few hard ones I'm not going to go for everybody here for several reasons I can't say all the Greek names they're playing So uh, now here we go Harry Hamlin plays Perseus Mm. He's um, the son of Zeus, I sort of. Isn't he? He's, uh, he, Zeus had a bit of a fling of a lady down yeah, here. Yeah, several uh, of ladies, yeah, as you yeah, mentioned. Yeah, yeah, he got his jollies. Um, and, and he didn't keep his sword in his pants. He didn't keep his, <laughs> he didn't keep yeah, his sword in his pants. I'm that. sorry, that's my turn. No, <laughs> uh, okay, Judy Boca plays Andromeda, rather attractive lady. Yeah, very pretty. Burgess Meredith plays Ammon. He's something like a poet. Type guy, uh, yeah, like yeah. an Obi Wan Kenobi type car- well, not character. Really. He's just no, he's just he's just a nice guy. But yeah. that's what um, I mean. I mean, this is where you get the wise man coming from in some of these some of these stories. Okay. Can I go on now? Go on. Hello, mm-hmm. Maggie Smith plays Thetis. Thetis, T H E T I S. Whatever. Um, she's um one of the goddesses. Mm. <laughs> <coughs> and she uh, does a quite a good job, quite believable. Mm. Now, Sian Phillips plays Cassiopeia. Uh, mm. That's the way I pronounce it, and that's why I'm going to stick with it. Uh, Claire Bloom plays Hera. Uh, Ursula Andrus plays Aphrodite. Laurence Olivier plays Zeus. I won't mention the other people. Of course, they got these real, some have got some really weird names I can't pronounce. Okay. Incidentally, <laughs> I should mention, guys, Harry and Ursula, I think her name is, yeah, began a relationship during the production. Yeah. And during the production, they had a child, and his name is Dimitri Hamill. <coughs> Hamill, whatever. After his father. Oh, lovely. Well, his surname anyway. <laughs> Okay, I think I mentioned in the past that Clint Eastwood had um, also had a fling with an air this and that kid, or a couple of his kids, uh-huh. went on to become either actors and stuff. I think he was a, one of his kids was a, son, a boy, yeah, and he went on to doing a, a movie with his father. Well, whoop de doo Well, he, doing Clint Eastwood. I know. At the I'm moment. just bringing up the fact that in Hollywood, <laughs> we they do have um, um, have relationships underneath. The, the velvet curtain. Or, um, well, that's a very good expression, isn't it, folks? Well, behind yeah. the velvet curtain, I should say. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's not all sex is not related to the casting couch. And mm. not just rela- um, um, 
actors um, who are already married, they may already have a, have a relationship or two. Yeah. Uh, are you doing a moral treatise, uh, uh, treatment no, no, now no, on no, the... No, no, yeah. not being traditional. I just, um, okay. It's just the first time I, I hear about it, and it's open to the public about how this thing, this, this happened oh, with this look. relationship, yada, yada, yada. Do you want to, there's a soapbox over. Do you want to stand on it and preach to the converted or no, the unconverted no, no. or whatever? Anyway, moving yeah. on, who else is Star this? Well, I'm going to go for all the rest of them because I can't say all the Greek names. I'll, just, I'll, I'll tell you the list of the actors. I won't say who they're playing, okay? There's a person called Pat Roach playing something rather. Susan Fleetwood is playing Athena. That's an easy one to say. Tim Pickett Smith plays Othello. Jack Gullum plays Poseidon. Neil McCarthy plays Calibos. Uh, Vida Taylor plays, I think it's Denae. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Donald Houston plays Acuricesis. Yeah, whatever. Uh, mm. Now, Flora Robson, Anna Manahan, and Frida Jackson plays the Stygian Witches. Bubble, bubble, toil and trouble, a bit like Macbeth, yes. Yeah, an uh, interesting thing is, guys, that w- Richard Burton, another director, he offered a role for ha- Harry when this film was getting on your way. and But Harry turned him down. Richard Burton? Yeah, Richard Burton. The actor or another guy called Richard Burton? Um, probably the actor oh, or okay. the... Oh, um, no, I didn't know the director. Yeah. yeah, well, anyway, he offered um, a role for him, for Harry, but he turned down because he wanted to work with Lawrence Olivier, Olivier. because he saw him as a old-school actor, but at the same time, he's a worldly, well-known well, actor. Well, that's one of the reasons why they put these people hmm. uh, into this movie. They wanted some people who got a name behind yeah. them and also the... Uh, that uh, that personality. Yeah, another thing yeah, is yeah. that mm. Olivier was casted as Zeus because Maggie Smith's, um, who was married to... Um, yeah, the other person? Uh, with, who's it? Married to um, Cross, that, Mr. Yeah. Cross. Um, she asked him if he could cast him as Zeus because um, Olivier was her best, was a good friend. Yeah, and... Um, I think they were looking at having somebody else play uh, that role too. Yeah, I seem to heard, and, I but I think he yeah. turned it down. I think. I think it was um, Richard Harris. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll flick back from my notes. Yeah. Here. Well, that's what I've heard. I think, or, or it may not have been. Uh, actually, it wasn't Richard Harris. Uh, it was Richard Harris who was going to be offered the Poseidon role, but he turned it down because he didn't. There was not much acting role involved. Yeah. Sorry, I got the um. Yeah, I don't up. know. I know Arnold Schwarzenegger was considered for playing Harry Hamlin's role, but there's too much uh. talking involved, and they didn't like his accent. Yeah, I think I, think mm. I could see their problem. There would be a bit of a problem. No, not not knocking Arnold. I like him. He's good. Yeah, uh, he was great in um, yeah. Conan the Barbarian, but I can't see him he had, as he had limited dialogue in that, and he had to be a foreign type yeah, guy. I just mean yeah. that I don't think this would have been a role suited for him. There are some. From some roles that may not suit everyone. That's what yeah. I believe in. Something along those lines. Anyway. Uh, um, look, I'll leave it for that. I won't mm. talk about any more else. Uh, anything else? Uh, okay, you want to t- tell the story, my dear? And I'll yeah. just sit back here and have a snore. I mean, yes. have a listen. Yes, okay. so the story begins with um, Perseus' um, grandfather, who is angry at his daughter for getting pregnant. and Zeus got into pants. Yeah, but I guess... Well, actually, according to some research I found, it's either was Zeus, which I won't, and or his her uncle who had sex with her. 
But uh, seeing as this is a fantasy, we'll just say Zeus did it. It actually says in my notes here that Zeus snuck into her uh, chamber. And and a showering gold. Yeah, well, I'd rather have sex the normal way, but he's in a shower of gold or something rather. Anyway, that was a bit of facts I found out about that. But this is a fantasy, so we'll just stick to the Zeus um, story. Zeus was known to be very playful with the human folk. Yeah. Especially the females. Mm. So anyway, the her father was really angry that she um broke you know, went ahead and broke her vow broke her vir- vir- being virgin. Broke her cherry, folks. <laughs> uh, anyway, he he saw this as a sin on her part and so he and he sentenced her to, to die in by you know, drowning. He put, him in, put her and her baby into a big floating type box like a coffin and sent it out to sea. Yeah, luckily hoping enough. Hoping they'll drown, uh, but that didn't quite work. Luckily mm. enough, Poseidon gets wind of this and he tells the news to Zeus. And you know Zeus what? is annoyed because this guy... Uh, other way around. Yeah. Zeus knew it, found out about it, yeah. told Poseidon, take heed and look after my uh, child and his mother. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, he got... Anyway, Zeus got annoyed with his gut, this her father, and even though the other gods and goddesses said he always valued the gods, he's made temples and monuments, yemma, yemma, yemma. But this doesn't please dear old Zeus. Um, what's one temple uh, against a, a he, murder of an innocent woman and yeah, her child? So they call the Kraken out of his little cage under the yeah. water. Yeah. Poseidon lets him out. And he goes there and he traces the place, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. and dear old Zeus takes his vengeance on um, Perse- uh, Perseus' grandfather by squishing him. Yeah. But I think, yeah. more to the point, he had a horrible heart attack. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, when he started squishing him, he had, he had a clay statue. And Zeus squeezed the statue and it crumbled. So he could have had a heart attack yeah. and broke every bone in his body. Yeah. We've got no idea, but look good. Soon enough, um, Perseus and his mum arrive on a nice quiet island where they are happy for their for the remaining years of their lives. And he grows up to be a fine-looking young man. Wow. Yeah. Rather fit. Mm. Very good-looking, and he and his father, Zeus, is very proud of him. Yeah, well, as any father would be. Yeah. And of course... Um, and he praises him to his other the god the other gods and goddesses, and of course one of the goddesses what's her name the Maggie Smith one. Oh, um, it's Thetis. Thetis. Yeah. She is a little upset about her own son, who is um, a prince, I think. And yeah, he is a prince, but he was an only guy. Yeah. See, she had a affair with a mortal too, I guess, and she produced a child for them, and he was praised and spoiled at probably from childhood and upwards. And he's about to get married to Andromeda. He's a really nice-looking babe, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Zeus being angry at him because he killed so many creatures and did all he, he killed all the flying sins. horses. Those Pegasus was the last one yeah. left, you know. Yeah. So what he's has, a real, he's a nice little yeah. creep. What know? has the uh, those flying horses done to him lately? Yeah, how rude. Yeah. So he condemns. Um, um, Calibus. Um, son Calibus. Calibus. Yeah. To become a mutated man. A bit like a satyr. Yeah. 
having a tail, horns, you name yeah, it. Yeah, and ugly as crap and two horns on his head yeah, and stuff. And living and in the yeah. wilderness. And a swamp. A swamp. A wilderness. He lived in a swamp. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was his final testament against him. And Thetis, who feels more annoyed with Zeus and with her, how his, how his treatment of her son, she decides to take her own vengeance by t- sending Perseus onto... Um, into a different land. Yeah, by so she picks up his little clay statue and places him in an old abandoned amphitheater in Joppa. Yeah, in Joppa. Where and Joppa is under a horrible curse, which... And the, what's her name again? Who? Thet- Thetis? Yeah, the lady. Yeah. Thetis, yeah. She has um, put... Um, she's condemned the, um, the, the town and the... Um, for the for the horrible crime of rejecting her son because her because they found out her son is mutated yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's, it feels like yeah. it feels like in heaven what what has become what has what has happened has made it confirmed that that, that the land had been cursed yeah. okay move on yeah <laughs> so anyway um he meets the um poet and the playwright what's his name uh poet a, uh, what's his name? Ammon. Ammon, who's... And a soldier. Who offers to... What? And a soldier as well. Yeah. yeah. And they tell him um, about what goes down. And, of course, Zeus finds out. But then again, he's a god, so he knows about this stuff. And well, he, and stuff, he yeah. is annoyed with this goddess. And he knows deep down his son's going to be needing some... some at- help. Help. So he organizes with his wife and his two other goddesses to arrange special gifts for yeah, a special helmet that he puts on he goes invisible ah. a shield that could probably protect him from his from save his life save his life and, and a sword that will cut through just anything yeah cheese as well okay. <laughs> yeah he finds the statues um, on, near the um, theatre there were some statues there that look that uh, identical the to the mm. gods and one and the sh- when he turns the shield over, he gets to see Zeus's face, and he talks about how each item is very special and, and gifts this, from gods. And the shield will save your life, or something rather. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. tells him about his destiny, and you know, gods they know everything about your destiny. A lot of things, though. Anyway, anyway nothing left to chance. Hey. Yeah. Mm. Moving on. So, soon enough, he does take the helmet, and he goes to the town of of what's it called again? Well, the amphitheater was Joppa. Um, I guess Joppa. I guess would be still. Yes, it was still with Joppa. So yeah. he goes to the mm. near town and he finds out about through a, a, from a, through the captain of the guards about how the curse and how Andromeda, the um, princess, is. Well, she's 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 always well. I'll start with the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Andromeda needs to be wed. Yeah. And these guys keep coming to shoot her, but the thing is, they have to answer a riddle. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm explaining it before you go okay, on. Okay, go on. And anyway, the riddle changes every time mm-hmm. there's a new suitor. Yeah. So no one can pass the information on to anybody. Oh, that's not it. Uh, yeah. So the problem is if you don't get the answer right anyway, yeah. you die. I like to think yeah. it's the same It's, it's the same <coughs> um, riddle but in different formats. No, it's a different riddle. Okay. That's why the next bit, she gets spirited away every yeah. night in her dreams and given a new riddle. Yeah. So, so yeah, she kind of um, goes on a sort of astro projection type yeah. disappearance. Yeah. You know, inside a a golden ca- ca- oh, he's ca- cage, carried by a big vulture. Carried by a 
very big vulture creature. Who works for the uh, of course, other guy? Now Perseus knows of this. He needs to find a way to follow the vulture and maybe find out the riddle, or one of the riddles, and maybe help Dropper to get over this horrible curse. So he's... Um, the poet um, tells him about a, a rare but awesome horse named um, Pegasus that might help him. Yeah, a nice Of course, horse. Uh, Pegasus nice. is not willing to, at first. Looks like Mr. Ed a bit, doesn't he? Yeah, there is a white horse. <laughs> so he, he eventually travel, He has to come at night because that's where um, Pegasus comes to have a drink of water. And he tries to lasso him the horse and eventually the horse gives in and eventually he knows breaks him like an ordinary guy break, break a wild horse yeah yeah Oopie. later the following night he and pegasus they ride uh, you know and follow the um vulture to the wastelands of where um well the place where calabos was living calabos was, yeah, and yeah. a number yeah. of other Wastelanders live. Yes, yeah, so he had a few henchmen, like every crime lord does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and they help with the riddle by, you well, know, the writings of it. Well, yeah, they write down. The uh, Calabos so dictates it, maybe. Yeah. yeah. However, yeah. unbeknownst to Calabos, there's an invisible guy standing next to him while he's whispering to Bugalugs, the girl. Uh, well, actually, they, he probably read the riddle off. They, see, one of the minions, he wrote the riddle down on parchment. For her to read, so she can. It looks like squiggly lines to me, but anyway, but that yeah. was that sort of Greek spelling, probably back I, then. It looks like two Greek symbols to me. It didn't look mm. anything at all. But anyway, mm. doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> and she tries to beg or plead with dear Calabos, I mean Calabos, Calabos, to leave the yeah, to leave the kingdom alone and let her release leave. the curse and all the other good groovy and things. And have mercy wouldn't. on her and all that stuff. But he saw it through her act, saying it was pit, it's pity and. He just lets her leave. And go, go forth and multiply. Well, yeah. not really. Well, he well, just, well, he just multiply, says, "Go and we'll see you, you see next you tomorrow time. or next time." Yeah. <laughs> anyway, eventually, Calabos does see um, Perseus' footprints in the sand, in the sand or mud, and he then starts attacking him. Eventually, um, Perseus gets the upper hand by cutting off his. Calabos's hands. And that's very good. Upper hand by cutting his hand off. <laughs> very good. And then we yeah. cut to back at the palace where where Andromeda's mum is announcing who in my kingdom will go will answer this question and rule over Dropper, yada yada yada. And guess who walks in here? Dear old Perseus. And of I course, know the answer to the riddle. And well yeah. he doesn't actually. He just announces that he all likes to answer the riddle. Yeah, know, yeah. And Andromeda realizes that he looks faintly familiar from a dream or something. Andromeda, yeah, what a beautiful name. Anyway, she begs for Not him to abandon her and his attempt at trying to solve the riddle. She doesn't want to see any more suitors getting killed. Yeah, it's not a very nice... Well, I think they burn them at a stake or something. Yeah, rather, or, or something. Some yeah. t- horrible torture. <laughs> well, I've, any torture's bad. Yeah, I've, well, never, I've ne- never known a good torture. Yeah, mm. so she says... Um, I won't... I'll say it... I'll try to remember what she says. She says she sees three circles in her mind. Two... One is hollow, like a crown. Two are... are like you know moons and stuff like that and he eventually guesses it he says that it's a ring it the the um hollow one is a is a is the the um, The ring that goes over your finger yeah and the two um other circles are pearls 
and there and there it's a, it's a depiction of the ring that on Calabos's hand, hand that he just happened to have in his pocket. Yeah, and <laughs> everyone was shocked when he see they see it and he throws it at the step and he says, "Here's that, a wedding gift. Yeah. A, a severed hand of ring on it. Nice." Yeah. And yeah. he asks, "Is that the answer?" And she says, "Yes." Well, well, <laughs> shocked and astonished. Bugger. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. And he could have lied. Yeah, uh, and eventually he tells her and the crowd that he he fought Calabos in the swamp and he allowed him to live, provided he removed the curse, <laughs> and which he did. Yeah, we like to think so. And mm. then he then um, Percy says that sh- that Andromeda is free of nightmares and and that she's. Fr- Free from cannabis. Yeah, so. cannabis. Oh, cannabis, yeah. And the crowd uh, yeah. cheers. Cannabis? We have a party <laughs> of sorts, and we have a brief, nice, romantic moment between um, Perseus and Andromeda. Lovey dovey. Kissy kissy. Yeah, exactly. None of the sexy stuff you see in the modern movies. Mm. And of course, Calabos, who's in the temple of his mum. He begs uh, he, for vengeance. He's having a dummy spit, yeah. Yeah, he's acting all, um, she, he's insulted you and all that stuff. And me and, and everything, he, blah, 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 boo-hoo, mummy. I bet yeah, oh, this, he'd done this, pro- this is probably something he probably would have done all the time with his mum. <laughs> if someone mom, did anything. Some- I know I'm an asshole, mum, but can you help me? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, she, later the next morning, we get a wedding ceremony and her and Andromeda's mum, in the stupidity, compared her daughter's beauty to the goddess's beauty. With, yeah, with his Calabos's mum. A mom. big no-no in She's some more cases. beautiful than the goddess herself. And, and oh, that didn't go down well. Yeah, Not what, in front of a statue. Yeah, no, one no, thing no. I know about Greek mythology is never compare another god's beauty with, an, with, with the, someone else's. Who's not a god or a goddess or Yeah, whatever. I've read mm. about that in some books. Anyway. Anyway, the temple rumbles and the, the head on the goddess falls off and opens its eyes and it says that what she said was um, sacrilegious. So, yeah, and he got 30 days to yeah, do something or other. Yeah, because Andromeda will be sacrificed on the rocks on the um, ocean. In 30 days. Yeah, and be killed by the... Kraken. Kraken and, and all that stuff. Kraken's a big duty a little a bit like the Crease and Black Lagoon on steroids. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so they have three days to find something that might kill days, this yeah. creature. Yeah. And he finds Eventually, um, um, his father gets wind of this and realizes that he's one weapon short. See his helmet fell into the swamp and is now it's, lost forever. Yeah, it's yeah. If you ever drop anything in the swamp, you never find it again. Yeah. Yeah, so he's just to another goddess who has a, a pet owl named um Bobo. Bobo. Bobo the owl name. that to give it to Perseus. But she refuses and decides to make a gold a, um a a golden owl. Owl, mm. yeah, and she made it very. Her little handyman made it very yeah. quickly, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Our hero Perseus, he tries to find Pegasus in hopes of trying to find. Well, they were going to find the three witches. I meant I should have mentioned earlier. Sijin witches. See the Sijin witches. <laughs> they are. They have one. They are like. Um, they they are very wise, but at the same time, very v- naughty, very and I think dangerous. I think they're cannibalistic. We're gonna, yeah. we, we saw it. They had a big cauldron. They looks like their dinner, 
and we and we saw him staring at. We saw a hand pop up. Yeah, and okay. so these witches Bugger. will kill anything. So if they if anyone but comes up there, they were a bit blind, though, weren't they? Yeah. See, they have only one eye between the three of them. They use it's like like a crystal ball. They hold up their foreheads so they can see. Yeah, they call it the eye. Oh, give me the eye. Where's the eye? Yeah, the eyes have it. Yeah, and no, Pers and Pegasus is kidnapped by Calabos and his minions, so they can't really travel there in. In three hours or something like that, and all that. So they have only one alternative. Well, not really a alternative. Eventually, Bubba the owl appears, and Bubba knows exactly where to go to get to the witches. He's thing. smart. Owls. owls are very wise. Oh. Yeah, and of course, Percy okay. understands the see the owl because it does all these clicks and whistles. Oh, uh, yeah, but being the son of a god, he understands the yeah, language. I think yeah. dear old Zeus gives him, gave him the knowledge of... Well, Harry Potter you know, understands snake. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so he's given the knowledge unknowingly by his father, the clicks and whistles, so he knows about it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. They meant something. Mm. So, anyway, they follow the owl and they eventually arrive at the witch's dwelling... Yep. Yeah. And, of course, Perseus knows a good way to trick them. Yeah, he's, he's not stupid. Yeah, yeah. You, don't, you don't trust witches. Yeah, especially yeah. once the city's old crones are listening. Yeah. yeah. So, he, while oh, he's... Oh, by the way, they'll be guarded by a two-headed puppy dog. Yeah, very... No, no, that's a different one. That's no. uh, much later on. Oh, no, that was a gorgon. Yes, he yeah. had a two-headed puppy dog. Yeah, yeah sorry, guys. Carry on, mama's sake. Carry on. So, <laughs> anyway, they climb up the very high mountain to get to their dwelling, and Perseus allowed one of the men to look after Bobo the owl while he approaches the witches. It's like a clown's name. It Bobo is. the clown, Bobo the owl. Yeah, yeah well, who knows. So anyway, um, <laughs> he approaches yeah. them and they, of course, act all sinister and, and weird and stuff. And luckily enough, um, Bobo the owl decides to snatch the eye. So um, it gives Perseus some leverage you know, against them. He gives the eye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, they'll they'll give him the information, and he'll give them back the eye. So they tell him up that the most likely dangerous creature that could kill the, the kraken. T- kraken is the, um, the head of the Medusa. Of course, the Medusa. A gorgon, was, Medusa, a gorgon. Medusa, yeah. I mean, I mean. Which Medusa one of the three, three, two or three Gorgon sisters? Yeah. See, yeah. the Gorgon. Um, I mean, Medusa was a was a beautiful woman, and she had sex with a with a god. Uh, I mean, one of the gods, and in a temple, and the, one of the gods, Dessus, um, gets so angry at her that she transformed to, into a, a, to a monster. Monsterish looking thing with snake hair, and mm. <laughs> I, I went with a girl like that once. She looked terrible. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So they get they give him this information, and he says thanks, and he throws the eye, and they're going yeah, they, around he, trying he to get it. He in front of them. About yeah, they can't see it, yeah. and they forage around the ground looking for their eye. Yeah. Yeah. And eventually, Perseus makes his slow but quiet getaway. <whistles> yeah, and later that night, as um, his girlfriend's um, sleeping and all that, they slowly <sighs> sneak away slowly while she's um, sleeping the next morning. How rude! Because she was gonna, she says that she wanted to continue on with them, but yeah, Perseus says it's dangerous. 
Yeah, no, no place for a female. I know, see the princess warrior, Wonder Woman, all the above. Yeah, yeah I know yeah. some people. But she's to... not. I know people would object to that sort of behaviour. Yeah, but she's a girly girl. Not that she's not a an outdoorsy type, is she? You know. No. Yeah. Anyway, they soon arrive at the River of Sticks. How many of you guys not heard? Not the River of Sticks. The River Sticks. Okay, River of Sticks. No, not, no. You said River Sticks, not of Sticks. Okay. It's River Sticks. Okay, River Sticks. There you go. Have a stick up your butt. Ah, stick up your nose. Anyway, right moving on. So <laughs> they arrive at the river and they have to wait for the ferryman to drive to um, row them across. Don't pay the ferryman. Yeah. Don't be sorry. Yeah, and you know the story about the ferryman. You got a pain. That's why you know the bit where they said that they put pennies on the eyes of dead people yeah. years ago. I heard that. That was to pay the ferryman. I heard that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, um, they get into the boat and they row across and eventually they encounter the two-headed dog. Not three-headed dog. Yeah, say two-headed. There's a three-headed one in Harry Potter. I got it mixed up. Yeah. That was fluffy. He's a really nice dog. Anyway, yeah. they killed it and thanks to um, Percy's magic sword. Yeah, sliced and diced the puppy up. Now, no dogs were really hurt during the making because it was a stop-motion creature <laughs> thing. So it was yeah. only pretend dog. Yeah. So eventually they encounter Medusa and, of course, two of the men get killed. A couple, I think. Yeah, a couple. And yeah. Perseus was able to outwit um, Medusa and was able to chop her head off. Yes. And using his robe, which according to the one of the witches said that when... His, he, um, that now that he touched the uh, the eye, that will allow the um, the um, cloak to protect um, you know the anyone from getting infected by the blood. Oh, yeah, the blood of Medusa is very corrosive. It dissolved his shield. So yeah, mm. yes, like acid. Mm, yes. Yeah. So thanks to the eye, it it allowed um his red cloak to be a bit of a shield against any dribbles. Like, dribbles. That'd be like a big plastic bag, yeah. Yeah. So soon enough, he he guess I guess he gets back and and let me see. Um, Carol Boss and his minions try to kill off him and his his allies, and yep. and including the captain of the guard. Because they come on there, he puts a sword into the Medusa's head, and the blood comes out of it and makes three big scorpions. Oh, yeah, he did. Big ones. Yeah, very big ones. I mean, huge, like the size of a car. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Perseus and eventually, and some of the men fight these uh, monsters. And some of the guys die. Including the captain, obviously. Doesn't the poet guy die as well, then? No, he, the poet guy wasn't there. He he and the princess, they headed back to that's Joppa. That's right, they're back in Joppa, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Sorry, my mistake. Yeah, carry I on. guess that, that was um, Perseus' idea. Because he was by himself then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so... Anyway, eventually Percy's is exhausted, and eventually his bird, the bird, Bobo, um, Bobo the clown. He, he is assigned, he's t- Perseus tells him to go and find Pegasus, and Perseus heads back to the um, theater, and where he collapses, and Zeus um, in heavens declares that P- Poseidon should go and open the um, Kraken's door and start there the horrible. Thing that's going to happen, mm. but in his while no one was looking, Zeus then picks up the It'll, statue clay doll of um, Perseus and, and puts stands him up. where he's supposed to be. Yeah, it gave him energy back again. Yeah, yeah. revitalized he, him, if you will, and a protein shake. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. so soon enough, um, we get to the day where 
um, Andromeda is going to be sacrificed. So she and her people walk down to the to a very giant, very big rock, whatever, yeah, and on, they on the water's edge, obviously. and where um, they start, they chain her to it, and just then the creature, the kraken. Oh, yeah, Poseidon sooner. lets him have his cage underneath the island. Yeah, yeah. And, he's, and he then starts coming towards her, and, <laughs> yeah. and soon enough, trumpets roar, and we see Pegasus and Perseus on the way to save her. Hot stuff. Is it a Lone Ranger? Hey, he had a white horse. Yeah, something like that. Except for who was that masked man? Except yeah, for the yeah, wings, yeah. obviously. <laughs> Perseus had wings. No, oh, the horse. Did you anyway. Um, Boo Boo the Owl tries to um, distract the Kraken a bit while Perseus gets, nah, nah, gets nah, nah, there. Nah. Yeah, of course, nah. he gets knocked in, you know, his head out yeah, a couple of times. Poor Owl. Yeah, He's sort of the comedy relief in this yeah, picture. Yeah, it's quite funny. He was, he was funny, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, in a funny way. <laughs> Weird. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, Perseus was able to... Try, he tries to open the bag and in the struggles, um, the Kraken knocks him and the... Pegasus off, off the ho- he knocks Perseus off the horse, and the horse gets thrown into the water. He, yeah, he didn't get hurt. That's yeah. okay. And then, um, Booboo the Owl who revives, and he sees the um the Medusa's he- um head that's still wrapped well, in, in the unread unre- yeah, well, unre- cloak, cloak yeah. and he ends up ha- um flying towards it and he gives picks- it to Perseus, and Perseus opens it up quickly, and he uh, he raises the head, and he turns the whole Kratnik in, into stone, and the creature it it crumbles. dissolves, it crumbles, and, breaks mm, up, mm, and Aww. and the crowd cheers, Yay. and he gets the key from one of the guards, and and unlocks um, Andromeda from the rock. And they kiss and they cuddle and, and, and the crowd cheers yay. and stuff. And in heaven, Zeus is pleased at his son's triumph and he forbids to all the gods... Don't take to, any... Uh, yeah, yeah. Mo- don't do any... Uh, what's the word? Vengeance, Vengeance against, yeah, against yeah. my son. Now, actually, just about this part. This part of the battle here mm-hmm. in the Kraken... Uh, Andromeda's supposed to be uh, either naked or clothes torn off by the Kraken and different things. I guess. And they had to get rid of that film footage or, or even even before they filmed it uh, to get the rating to be 15 plus. Hmm. They said, you can't have that and uh, you can't do this. They had to take a few things out of it. I guess. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Mm. so... Perseus is rewarded for his courage by marrying Andromeda, and the crowd is cheerful. And Zeus declares that even though the gods themselves will be even forgotten, but Perseus and his deeds and Andromeda will go on, will forever. Go on forever. And everyone feasts on happy meals and yeah, whatever. So he what make, decrees yeah. that he will make them the, this mark by putting in the stars by. Getting oh yeah, the constellations, con- yeah. Developing constellations, so people yeah. on Earth will remember yeah. the stories. Yeah, and the zodiac thingies, yeah. 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 Hmm. So uh, that's the end of the story, and and the end. Yay! I do think it. I do like the um, mythology movies a lot. They go, but they're fun. They're the old sword. I like old sword and sandal because uh, okay, you got the Christian. Biblical epic type, which is great, mm. and then you got these fantasy ones, and I think really when when you get a good director involved in bringing these 
period movies to life and you know, breathing life into a story such as this, um, they can be really fun. They're adventure, they're fantasy, whatever, and you just throw reality right out the window and then you get your popcorn and your drink and your snow cone, whatever, sit down there and enjoy the movie, hmm. you know, and uh, it just takes you away from reality. Yeah. And that's when you've got fantasy or taken back to 2,000 years ago, you've got no reference points. And all of a sudden you're there and you get drawn into the movie or or not, depending on what your taste is, which is good. So a good yeah. director can really do something with a movie. Yeah, anyway, Plus, even yeah. if um, mm. Arnold Schwarzenegger did this role, I don't think he would, I don't suit, think he would suit I him. don't think he would suit Perseus, to be honest. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger had the bodybuilding body. Yeah, the, the bodybuilding he had the look body. for Conan the Barbarian, yeah, but, but I don't think he had the look for this one. Yeah, they, well, they, did, they didn't want him to be, I know, and this is no insult to Arnold Schwarzenegger. At the beginning of his career, he wasn't very eloquent. He had a very heavy accent, and they didn't want somebody with yeah. a heavy accent. And yeah. technically, yeah. if you look at the Perseus in this movie, he's not supposed to be a... An, um, he's not supposed to be a, a wrestler. He's not supposed. He's supposed to, to be a good-looking young man or bodybuilder. A bodybuilder. He's supposed to be an ordinary guy yeah. who's reasonably fit. Yeah. Who yeah. started like off Steve Reeves yeah. and that sort of movie. Who like, grew yeah, up yeah, being yeah. starting off as a fisherman living in yeah. um, on that island, whatever on the on. island yeah. with everyone. So generally fit, well fed, but not fat. You know, yeah, but not uh, uh, looking like a powerhouse. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I so mean, yeah. But yeah. That's, yeah. just, that's the way it goes. Yes. And anyway, I like the, the fact Harry was um, pro- properly placed in this movie. I, th- I think, I think it was, look, not, whether he was the right guy for the movie or not, that's the style of act you needed for the movie. Hmm. And he he handled the part reasonably well. I so, think yeah. so. Uh, I liked it. It was okay. It was, he, he played a believable role. Mm-hmm. You see, you, wouldn't have, you couldn't have Arnold Schwarzenegger, nor could you have... Excuse me, another accent here. Bruce Willis couldn't do it, you know. No, Sylvester Stallone. No, Sylvester Stallone. You can't just throw any accent hero into a role and hope they can cover it. So yeah, yeah I think they got the right personality. As far as mm. I'm concerned, for mm. heroes, even Greek ones, even if you look at the statues, no doubt they they look like they're muscle toned and everything. Yeah. But naturally, some of the if you look at some of these pictures, you see them just like ordinary men. They don't have exactly right. Yeah, mm, they're yeah. not over. They're not the, um, over the top, you know. Oh wait, maybe well Sam, made. Samson and Hercules. They made those yeah, guys bigger, strong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're well. Yeah. I mean, those guys are well made. No, but, oh, yeah. but they're and that's their character. But yeah, but they're like well Perseus, um, he's not. Um, He's not a wrestler. Well, look at the Statue of David. Now, being a naked guy, you know, obviously, mm. forget the nakedness, but you can see he had, had an ordinary body. Yeah, he was yeah. well built, but... That was a style of... They thought all the gods would have a perfect body, not a, 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 a muscled-up guy on steroids or something, rather, you know, but just yeah. an ordinary... Yeah, and figure. if you look at the paintings, he, you'll see yeah. that that yeah. deal with Greek mythology. You could see that some of the bodies were just either skinny or... Well, you not know, skinny. Well, not skinny. Just um, well, just not not carrying any extra weight, has it? Yeah, not and not yeah. over top muscle. Yeah, and also if the characters they actually use, they got well spoken people to play the roles. 
the gods would be educated, you would like to think. Um, so you had Laurence Olivier playing Zeus. Yeah, and you had Claire Bloom playing Hera and different things. And these people spoke in very good English. I do think mm. Oliver... Olivier. Olivier. Um, I mean, I mean Laurence Olivier. Is that you, Larry? I mean, I do <laughs> like the fact he did look like what I would... The depiction of the Zeus. Yeah, yeah, he did. Having seen po- posters and pictures and, and statues of Zeus, he does look... But he had picket. that sort of... He had that old... Majestic look about him. Yeah. yeah. Hera looked very good. Claire Bloom played Hera. Mm. Uh, and the other ones, Maggie Smith, she looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and, and being, I, I thought, oh, dear, Maggie Smith looks pretty old. I thought she's young yeah. than that. She's about 40 something in playing this mm. movie. Yeah. And she looked rather attractive, and the other people did. They all looked like they could be gods because they weren't carrying extra weight. Yeah, I agree with you, Mike. Uh, they were really attractive and good-looking and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, so they, they chose wisely. Now, um, there were a couple of things there. Um, they were looking at actually um, having a different person playing the role of the uh, poet guy, John Gilgog. Uh, so, but they're getting too many English people in there. So that's why um, the other. They got Harry, who may have been. No. Well, I would have thought Harry would have been American. What's Harry got to do with it? Well, wouldn't they have? I didn't say that. Well, wouldn't they have hired? Burgess Meredith was going to be played by an English guy. Maggie Smith is English. I'm not real sure, but I think that um, uh, what's my who's it? Who playing Zeus might be English. They didn't want too many English people in there. Yeah. So they want they they didn't want an extra English person in there, so they changed it to Burgess Meredith instead of mm. uh, yeah yeah. So uh, that's a little thing they got to look at that because in Star Wars had the same problem. Mm. Uh, for the first movie, the guy in the Darth Vader suit was English. Mm. You had uh, uh, the guy uh, what's his name? The guy from Hammer, Hammer movies, uh, not Chris, Peter not, Peter Cushing was in there. He was English. Uh, you had uh, like playing Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan Kenobi. You, um, oh, I got a metal. Yeah, but they had about three or four British guys. They're playing leading roles. It was an American movie, and so they, you know, they, Darth Vader's voice had to be an American because to get rid of the fact that there was an English guy in the suit. Hmm. It's those little things. Yeah, you know, they have to look at this thing to see we want an American feel to it. Or mm, English which does it. explain why yeah. Mark and I mean Mark Harrison and maybe I'm not sure what um, yeah. Carrie Fisher what was. Um, well, they had American um, accents. Yeah. Drawn, yeah. Where she what her. Um, yeah, they had American accents. Ethnic they didn't groupers. Want yeah. But, but other than that, Ameri- they were they were. They had American accents. Mm. That's the walking around with British accents. I think it's a British production. Mm. Yeah. So uh, this is all things I like to look at. So now going through, I happened to mention stop motion stuff before. Was a bit of a problem, I think, which stopped it from being more successful than it was, because at around the same time, you had Star Wars movies coming out using computer generation, mm. and they had the stop motion going on, which was old school stuff. Uh, yeah, so um, so because they had R two D two, his role, he was actually made as a robot, and they said, oh, they liken this bird, the owl, to R2-D2. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> been doing little noises and stuff, yeah. But they, they said, oh, no, it was done about the same, supposedly done about the same time. Yeah, so R2-D2 and the owl had similarities, but they said they just built the owl before R2-D2 was made. <laughs> so go figure it. Now, so just little things, yeah. Um, they've got to be very careful about... Um, Copyright, licensing, other things, and yeah, it just goes on and on and on and on. Um, 
I can't think of too many other things. We mentioned Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, Twice already. Was Yeah, well, I mentioned him before, so I won't go into that. But there were some other, probably other people considered for other roles. Like uh, why I mentioned about Rex Harris being offered the role of the Poseidon, you know, God. And well, probably. Stuff. And how he says he didn't think it had very much stage or any dialogue, too much dialogue in there. Well, it didn't. It didn't. Actually, it didn't. Yeah, so yeah, John Gilgood was uh, was supposed to play the playwright, so yeah, that sort mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, you mentioned about Harry and what's who's it's uh, having a bit of a affair and having a baby. Um, that's already been done. Yeah. <laughs> so, how, do you want to rate this now? Uh, I'm just going through a couple of things. Um, or do you want to check out the reviews? I'm going to reception reviews. I always go for reviews. Generally well received. Uh, I've got about well, eight to ten different reviews here. Two of them didn't like it, and I think it was ma- no, mainly because um, this was, the I think, towards the end of the period of these sorts of movies being made, these sorts of stop-motion films uh, using old Greek mythology. It, was, it had been done before, yeah. and all the, some of the, the uh, re- reviewers said, well, it's tired, we don't like it, it's old stuff put together again, didn't like the stop frame when you got the... Yeah, other stuff. Um, yeah, that sort of thing. They didn't like it. But the other guy said it was pretty good. Hmm. That's good so to most, hear. So most of them said it was good. So everyone was said it was well received. Um, now, locations. They went on location for this. Yeah, and most and it it was originally filmed in, I think it was, um, some, I think it was, most of their filming was in the studios in England, I think it was. Oh, yeah, Pine, um, Pinewood Studios. Pinewood for, Studios. For all the bits they could do, but they actually locations. Studio stuff. They, um, there's a place where the, um, they had some temples and stuff where the um, Stygian, Stygian, Stygian witches were. That's a place... Um, Called the Karst area in El Torcal de Antiquera, I think, in Spain. Um, they use that site for their temple, where they or the ruins they lived in. Um, the Azur window at Gozo in Malta is where they had the Kraken bit at the end, cool. where, uh, where the the uh, the beach scene was with all the rocks and everything, and the archways and whatever. Cool. And they did other shoots uh, in. Um, Cornwall, United Kingdom, and um, and obviously what Susan, as Sarah said, he's a soundstage at uh, Pine Studios, and they did some in Pastum, I think it, Pastum, in Italy. So they jumped around to get the atmosphere happening. Yeah, well, yeah, when you look yeah. at Italy, yeah. there's some really good sites yeah. down there. You like a lot of um, good reference points of, you know, I know that... Rome and Greece, they they, they have similar architecture right. here yeah, and there. Just, yeah, similar, but not the um, same, but they're really good. Um, slightly. They're old cultures, and actually Greece was a very powerful uh, country back in those days, mm. as much was um, much the same as Rome uh, and Italy, yeah, that, uh, that were uh, very strong, and that's where all the culture came from. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what we're going to do, we will be rating this at the moment. Um, I'm just trying to think. Nothing else I can think of? Oh, mm-hmm. Amazon. And whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nearly f- nearly forgot that bit. Okay. Amazon. Some for sale. It is rentable through Prime. And there's plenty for sale on eBay. So if there's other sources around where you 
get your merchandise. It's there. It's an ordinary DVD. You can get Blu-ray. I'd go for Blu-ray because um, when you get an epic one like this with lots of um, good scenery, I think it'll just bring down the screen a lot better. Mm. If you get a good clean copy. Yeah. Um, now, points. Mm. Poll. Yeah. I'm just trying to think. Nine. Look, I'll give it nine to this one here. Look, it's good. Mm. I like it. Uh, because it's they could have uh, yeah the stop motion is yeah that, that held it back a little bit so I'm taking one point off for using stop motion instead of trying to use computer generated mm. but you know it's still a good movie right. you know. so I'm gonna kids give will like, kids will like it I'm gonna give it nine and a half out of ten myself yeah kids will, kids will actually enjoy this. Yeah, did you guys know that, like, like Star Wars, they try to bring out some action figures or, oh. or um, you know, toys of for to further promote this um, Clash of the Titans. Well, there you go. And no, I didn't get any. But well, then again. maybe it just didn't sell well. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, Star Wars to this day is um, even made. Still are still selling the car, the um, toys. Why does Luke Skywalker look like a Ken doll? Does it really matter? Oh, okay, just checking. <laughs> He's blonde. What do you expect? Oh, well, not really. I well, mean, Princess he, Leia does look like a Barbie. Does she? Does she? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. And have a poor Yoda. <laughs> he, he looks okay. Short and green. He hasn't been corrupted. You get R two D two. C three trio. A poor old Luke Skywalker looks mm, like a... Just a minute, guys. <laughs> looks like a Ken. <laughs> what? <laughs> Leave me alone. Ah, she hit me. <laughs> she hit me. Okay, okay. I'm just going to say, you know, they, they, they sometimes don't get it right. Yeah, well, this was back then, but it has improved over the years, a little here and there. Yeah. I, I say, although there are some action figures or statuary of, of any people at, out there they always seem to get it wrong sometimes feature wise well Sarah collects little figurines uh, like Elvira figurines and other than Harrison Ford ones Indiana Jones and they no, just not anymore I haven't uh, well, done that you've got that. a couple of them you've got one although I prefer Elvira in these yeah, days but, to collect yeah, but they, don't, they don't look like them yeah. They just like a doll and they paint them up and they put a hat on, put, put some whiskey on it. I like yeah. Harrison Ford. Yeah. I haven't done. even found a good figurine of Elvira yeah. that looks yeah. exactly like her character in, nah. in feature wise. Yeah. So they always seem to make her expression expressionless. Yeah, they, look, they look like anime cartoons, don't they? Mm. Yeah. Then, that's, then they just come out that way. They really don't look the part. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I've already. It's a shame. Yeah. I've already ordered a couple of the um, some dolls and statuary. I just hope that that well that they'll um, one day they'll make make a um, a believable doll a statue that that that's worth looking yeah. at. You, you think they'll be able to do a three? Uh, you, you know, have three D imaging mm-hmm. and you three D printing and stuff. They can mm-hmm. do things. You would think they could do a hologram of someone's face. Mm-hmm. And put it in the computer, make a mould, and make the face of the doll very similar to the person they're making the doll of. Yeah, Why I guess it can't depends. They do this. I guess it depends on the size of it. Yeah, they and, still make it. I mean, the detail work would probably be um, hard to yeah, but cut into what a plastic. If they do some three D imaging of someone's head, uh, and uh, yeah, obviously get permission to do it because it's obviously merchandising for the movie, 
and they do a 3D print, make a mould, then they do a mould, it will actually look like the person. Mm. Not a problem. Size will, be, will not be a problem. Mm. Yeah, point to think of merchandisers, hey, try to make them more realistic, you know. I mean, a pig dressed in a tuxedo is still a pig. Hello. Yeah. Although there are some out there, um, the one, really good ones that have good features. Some do. Um, most, are, of them most of them are sold out or out of stock. Yeah, yeah. I hate it when that happens. They should just keep the stock. Yeah. Keep adding more stock, then people would yeah. buy more. I yeah. mean, if I mean, you said it yourself, Mike. You said it yourself, yeah. Mike, on one occasion that if you had. If it's something is really as popular as Elvira or any mm. item out there, they should keep it in stock so other generations will go ahead and buy a yeah, copy well, of like it. Yeah, the Crypt Keeper, he's a cute little fellow. Frankenstein Dracula are getting about old now, but there's things out there they can actually turn a dollar on. You spend a bit of time making a good product and people will buy them. Collectors will eat them up. Mm. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. At least anyway. I would. Anyway, so that I think that's about it for us tonight. I really advise you guys just definitely check this one out. And, yeah, it's good. Um, and just so you guys know, this is a two. This is the 1981, not the 2010 yeah. one. Yeah, and then, and don't get it mixed up with the Wrath of the Titans. That's another movie altogether. Mm, yeah. So this is a Clash of the Titans. 1981. And don't confuse it with Class of the Titans, the cartoon. <laughs> well, that's another one too. Actually, well, was there a TV series as well? What? Was there a TV series? Mm, that was it. Cartoon. Oh, the cartoon. That uh-huh. one, yeah. That was anim- animated. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, what else? Yeah. Just be careful. Mm-hmm. And actually, yeah, there's a Blu-ray DVD on it. Just be careful. There might be uh, VHS out there. I don't know. Because there would have been a changeover around then. So mm. if you don't want VHS, be careful. Don't click on it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so thanks for listening to this latest podcast, fellas. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And may, I did. I had a wonderful time. And may um, see our next one eventually. So this is Sarah Stevenson. And Michael. Saying we'll see you guys for the next one. Goodbye, Bye guys. Now.